on the intro. Hello, I'm Thomas, and this is the KAAMP, the Knoxville Area Artists Networking Platform. And here we talk to artists about themselves, the art they make, and where they make it, kind of. So yeah, stick around, give us a listen. Enjoy the show. You don't have to like be totally up on your microphone, but you know you can you can sit Nervous. comfortably with your microphone. You know how to do this. I'm not worried about uh, you talking into a, a microphone. Feel, it's feel like it's been a year. We're not talking about a crazy thousand group of drifters or anything, so you don't <laughs> have to yell into it too hard. But uh, today, everybody on the KAAMP, I'm sitting here with uh, the one and only Louis Garza. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a I've minute since we've been on a microphone yeah. together. Uh, I was going to say since I've seen you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yesterday at work. <laughs> so full disclosure, this man's my boss, and uh, he runs a business called uh, AZ Rag Installation and Print Services. And uh, what do we do at work, Louis? Everything. 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 Yeah. Now, we, so we do large format digital printing, vehicle wraps, um, you know, brand management, you know, signage, uh, but I'd say definitely a majority of what we do is has to do with, you know, wraps uh, from commercial to custom, uh, coming up with cool things, you know, and people have like a either, you know, a brand that they're trying to make stand out or some, you know, car that they want to look different. Uh, we love to help them with that. So it's fun. Every day is not the same, right? Yeah. Oh, no. Every day is quite indeed different, and uh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. It uh, keeps people on their toes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It keeps everybody on their toes, me included. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Man, thanks for having me on. Uh, you're welcome. I've been looking forward to sitting down and having you on the show, and I've been, you know, bending your ear about it at work like definitely. once a week. <laughs> definitely. Well, life's a little different for me now than yeah, a, little bit. a year ago. <laughs> little Lou over here, our little side, our side guy. He's he's the uh, guest producer today. <laughs> yeah. Does it sound good, buddy? Normally it's Mariah, but it's it's a little <laughs> Lou today. Nice. Um, so what's it like being a creative person in Knoxville right now? Uh, I mean it's it's pretty awesome. I mean, I, you know, th there's definitely a lot of influence here. Um, I feel like Knoxville is kind of like a melting pot for a lot of things, and the creative industry is definitely one of them. Um, you know, it's like. I'm originally from LA, and so you know I grew up with a certain sense of style. And you know, coming here, you definitely feel the influence of you know the southern you know region, and um, you know the influence that the Appalachia you know has on this area and whatnot. And so you you kind of tend to assume like, hey man, this is what it's going to be about here, and this is kind of what I have to bend my uh, artistic eye towards, and um, you kind of find. Yes, and it's like a yes and no. Like you, <laughs> you know, you can't help to get influenced by that. And then, but also like so many other artists and people have moved here, and so you have their influences into this area. Yeah, so from all over. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. And um, I wish I can get out more to you know just functions. Obviously, right now with the pandemic, it's tough. But even you know before the pandemic, trying to get out and mingle with other artists and stuff like that was a little bit difficult for me. Um, and now, you know, with the nine month old, it's, you know, going to continue to be a little bit difficult, but, um, ideally, you know, when things kind of loosen up for me, you know, to get out to, you know, um, extracurricular functions and whatnot would be ideal. So that way you just kind of talk to other artists. And, and so, you know, thankfully I have you, uh, <laughs> in the shop who, uh, who has an artistic eye and ability. And so it's, it's nice. It kind of helps you know me in that manner but um but yeah i look forward to those 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 days that are coming yeah being able to mingle and, and network with other artists you know hopefully this summer at some point will be a lot of fun for sure i'm really looking forward to hitting the first friday circuit again and showing showing somewhere potentially this yeah. summer oh yeah really excited about that yeah i'd love for us to like kind of do what we did for dogwood arts a couple years ago but like do a live demo you know doesn't necessarily have to be like a printed graphic. It'd be just something that you just, know, maybe just a color change. Yeah, you're busting out some flames on a on a hood, or you know, something like that. What we did with the auto show a couple years ago. So, I can't wait for those those days to come again. Yeah, the the Naples tape demos are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's sure. that's so much fun. For sure. Um, so what uh, what's your artistic journey been like as a creative person? You've been doing this forever since you could pick up a pencil. Yeah. Um. You know, they tell me I I got my artistic eye from you know uh, 
it seems like a person on each side of my my family. So like you know my my dad's grandfather was an artist, and then of course kind of passed it on to my dad, and and then my um, my mom's oldest brother was an artist, and um, I feel like my her her brother did more of the traditional like uh, you know clowns and you know smile now cry later type you know uh, yeah. you know signature art pieces that you you know that that tend to be a stereotypical like thing for the la area or whatnot and um man my dad was more of like the you know the cartoonist type type guy and um but he was also into cars and so he'd always like you know come out with like these i remember like in the 80s like these like slammed like mini trucks with the deep dish wheels which, <laughs> which is crazy because like you see that again that's, like, that's cool now it's come back out and especially like in the drift scene which kind of ties into everything else i do but um, but yeah, so it's, and so like growing up in LA, you're like, uh, you're, you're almost, you know, if you're into art, you're almost kind of, st- you know, uh, uh, categorized as like, oh, you, you do graffiti and stuff like, mm, I mean, I think graffiti is cool and I would love to do it. My problem, you know, growing up as an artist was that I tried too hard to <laughs> do that. And so I was never happy with what I, what my result was. And, yeah. um, and so it's like, I, I never really wanted to pursue that, I guess you can say. And. Which you know I can have fun with spray cans for sure, and I can probably come up with some stuff. And at, at this point, with you know the, the experiences and and whatnot that I've had, I can maybe mimic and whatnot things that I've seen. Um, but you know I was really big on like pen and ink. Um, I loved black and white, you know, um, drawing and um, like comic book stuff, and um, even like in high school, like dabbling a little bit into like cell frame, um, you know, with the old school ways of animation, and um, and that kind of like pushed me into the thought of like maybe I want to be an animator um, and then of course you know back in those days it yeah. was way before you know all this big CGI stuff and before Pixar and um, eventually you know just I kind of battled with myself on what I wanted to really pursue in high school and you know went back and forth between like CAD drawing and architecture and, uh, and illustration and, um, and so you know that was all like in my California you know days um and after you know so towards the towards the 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 end of those those that era i I was going to school so i decided okay i'm going to go to this college who is kind of like a feeder for pixar and so you know they had a program where they would basically mold you uh, into a computer animator you know for pixar yeah Um, and so it started off with a lot of illustration and just hand-drawn stuff and understanding you know physics and body and life drawing and stuff like that you know drawing naked people and uh you know so i got to that point and at the same time i was putting you know i was trying to put myself through school and so i was you know working um at the same time so it was a little bit tough because i lived on my own with a couple of roommates and i was working like 45 minutes west of where i lived and i was going to school 45 minutes east of oh no so you're getting pulled in both directions yeah and Literally. plus you know, i'm driving this 1965 volkswagen bus so it's like, <laughs> man, i forgot this, about that yeah <laughs> Yeah, this this you know this bus I'm trying to restore because I'm I was in the Volkswagen Club back then. It's like it, it was definitely taking a lot of, of, of effort for sure. And you know, I, I, it's it's one of those things like I don't know where I would have been if I didn't get in my accident. So I ended up crashing in the Volkswagen bus and you know losing disability for like eight months, and that hurt me financially. Um, and so I had to make a decision whether to stay in the rat race there in L.A. or maybe take up the opportunity of of a uh, relative who had moved here to Tennessee to, to put me up for as long as I could have, you know, uh, that I needed. Yeah, until so you got, got on your feet. Yeah, until I got on my feet. And so I made that decision. I you know, bought a $50 Greyhound bus ticket and packed up my first Fr- From California to Tennessee. That's right. It was 50 bucks. 50 bucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, I, I brought, like, a box, like a probably like a, you know, 24 by 24 square box and a sleeping bag, my crutches. Um, and just were, you, like, were you injured? While you came across on the bus? So I was still, yeah, so I was recovering. So I had just gotten a release from the doctor, like, okay, you can walk. Um, but I didn't have a 100%, like, uh, release yet, like, from the doctor. Um, they're just like, you can walk, but don't put any anything over your body weight on, on, on your legs. So when I moved here, I was still technically disabled. Um, and so, yeah, I moved here and got an office job and knew I was going to go back to school to figure something out and, UT seemed a little bit out of reach for me financially, and I didn't necessarily want to get myself way deep into, like, financial debt, you know, yeah. student, student loan debt and stuff. And so I kind of, you know, just 
worked around for a little bit and figured out where I can make money. Um, and then finally decided, yes, go back to school. And I went to Pell Sippy, basically, to get, like, a CGI computer. What is it? Uh, not CGI. Uh, communications uh, graphics technology. Mm-hmm. I think is what the – and I think it's still the program there. But that's that's where I went to, like, get, you know, uh, 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 trained on, like, you know, all the Adobe Suite, you know, software and, um, you know, figure out how to, you know, how to really work, you know, developing logos and I, I caught on really quick, and, and you know, so, you know, just a, 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 a really quick, like, kind of backpedal on that is that, you know, all these years in California when, like, you know, and I'm going to show my age here, is like when Packard Bell came out with their PCs and AOL was a thing, well, guess what came with that was, like, Microsoft Paint. Yep. And so I felt like a master at Microsoft you Paint. You said, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, and so that kind of helped out with, you know, learning, uh, you know, Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop and stuff like that. But yeah, and so you know, I finally just you know pinned down what exactly I wanted to do here, and I wanted to be in T-shirts. I wanted to be a screen printer, and part of that came from like in California too. I had some sort of weird desire that man, I want to make be t-shirts. a T-shirt maker, and you know, print them and design them and all that sort of stuff. Ooh, that hurt. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I, I, I co-producer here. Uh, he's got a thick head like his dad. <laughs> so um, so yeah, so you know. I did. I got into screen printing here in Knoxville, worked my way up from like a, a like I got lucky and got I was able to just get hired on as a printer, which usually you got to be a like a, a screen washer. Yeah. And work your way up. And so I got myself in as a printer, learned that pretty quickly, became a print manager and um, it just kind of snowballed from there. You know, I just got into sales after that because I just kind of felt like I tapped out of like the graphic book and realm of like okay i can't go beyond this here i gotta really figure out so i met some guys with the sign company and um and they kind of showed me like the digital arts and stuff like that and um and so you know it was what really opened my eyes to where we're at now it's the large format it's the large format of stuff and and it's fun i mean it's you know making you know back then it was like just straight up substrates you know signs and banners and stickers and you know you had sticker applications on the cars and stuff like that and then you know my cousin or my brother was still living in LA and said hey check these out and it's um <laughs> and it's like uh he's like gotta check this out it's wraps and I was like oh okay cool and I looked it up and um told the guys about it where I was working at and they're like eh, they kind of wrote it off and, and eventually they came back and said hey we gotta try this yeah we, we need to do some of that, yeah, and like, that <laughs> it's like you're messing way more you know uh, details with cars and stuff like that and so I was like yeah so, yeah, it's kind of like the rest is kind of history with, with where I, you know, grew as an artist and, you know, and just kind of like a brand developer and, um, you know, staying in like the, you know, staying into cars, you know, with the aftermarket products and, and just in like customizing type things kind of helped, you know, form um, my direction um, with what I wanted to do with vinyl and stuff like that and, you know, it's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. It's it's pretty crazy how all that just you know got me to this point, and you know, work and I got lucky and like working for good companies, good people, and I never ever built you know burned bridges. Um, I really just left because I again I just kind of outgrew um, you know the company in some some form or fashion. Yeah. Um, or you know the company like the late the you know before I started the business, the company got to a, s- a point where it got too big. feeling like I'm just a number um, and so you know I decided to start AZ Rag and um, it's a uh, you know I was lucky you know and I feel like you know just to, to take all the good uh, and you know um, benefits and plus you know all the pluses from all these experiences that I had to, to really kind of develop the the, the, the uh, structure for AZ is, is kind of how Well, that's probably a little bit more than what you asked me. Well, I mean, it is, <laughs> but that's fine. Uh, I, I enjoy what, what you've crafted as a business, being, you know, an employee and inside of it and, you know, living inside this ecosystem you've you've created for us. It's it's nice. Uh, <laughs> I don't hate going to work. Right. Yeah, that's the goal. Like, let's, why, why, why have to hate going to work? But, but again, it's like it's just it's so, you know, creative, even if you like, you know, you are tasked with like this one thing or another. Hi. We we can pause this. 
Oh, hang on. Alright, so we had to take a little break to get our uh, guest producer fed by uh, <laughs> by the guest. So we're it's in the crazy middle of how young we're hiring nowadays. You know? <laughs> Nine months old, man. I can't believe it. <laughs> we're uh, we're making spaghettios <laughs> and avocado happen right now for our youngest <laughs> crew member. Um, so where were we? Oh, we're just chatting about like my artistic background, which and then I of course blended it in with. How I ended up out here. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's ask a little more specific question. How, uh, what have been the mediums that you've ran through? What what'd you cut your teeth on? What'd you work on in college? What what are you uh, doing now? Things you might want to try in the future. So, I had, uh, of course, you know, going back to the black and white, and so that was like, uh, you know, either on like um, canvas or just like bigger, you know, I don't want to say construction paper, but you know, some pretty heavy weighted paper um and then got into like uh, a mix of that with airbrush and I always even before I had my first time using airbrush I was always like man I really would love to learn how to airbrush because that was how you know you got your color fades and all that sort of stuff and um so I was like man that's I really want to learn that and I did I did a, I did quite a, a bit of that in like high school I mean, I, I got pretty decent at it. I mean, you know, and of course, like when you're in school, they're like, okay, we're going to hang up this class's stuff in the hallways. And, right. And so that happened a few times. Um, they'd, you know, they wouldn't, it got to the point where they wouldn't necessarily hang everybody's up, but they'd hang up the really good one. <laughs> Mine went up a couple times, and that was once that it actually got stolen, and I was like heartbroken. Oh, man. Yeah. It was, I was heartbroken because I was like, man, I really love this Batman, you know, uh, uh, piece that I did, and I mean, it was like a new age Batman, kind of robotic, and so it had a lot of cool, like, you know, effects with like metal shine and stuff like that. You there know? you go. Um, but it's a uh, that was what I really was trying to get into there with that, and then um, a lot of it was just kind of like experience and going through, uh, you know, what the classes had to offer, um, and so like I just kind of went with the flow. Of, uh, you know, like, um, what is it, like charcoal drawings and, you know, um, fades and stuff like that. And so learning all that was really neat. Um, learning how to shadow and create, you know, dimension and stuff like that, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, so I did a lot of that. But I've always found, like, if I was doing anything outside of school, um, it was, like, just drawing on walls and drawing on walls at home. Like, mm. you know, doing, like, acrylic um paintings and stuff like that and i was just and i and i still do and i still watch cartoons so i was a major cartoon geek back in the day and um cartoons are good good medicine yeah <laughs> and, I still, and i still watch and so i, and I get <laughs> jenna will harass me here and they're like oh my god i can't i can't how do you watch cartoons why are you watching looney tunes right now <laughs> yeah i'm like come on why not you know it's like it's awesome and so uh you know i would i would draw like i, I remember like doing like a drawing on my wall in my bedroom of like the joker like the animated series joker yeah voiced by mark hamill because it was awesome yeah and i think my grandmother was kind of like babysitting us at the time because like oh she, she was so happy you did that oh, right dude, no, she thought i drew the devil like she's just like <laughs> el diablo no like and she like she's like basically stopped taking care of us because i wouldn't like, you know paint over this devil on the wall. and so you know i was like wow and that was that was pretty intense and so the way i drew it like it was just like i drew it like tear, tear, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah, great. And so I did that, and uh, and then so I think finally, it, it was. I, I'm pretty sure it was after. Like I, I just like okay, let's do something new, and I did like this. Like I, I became like a huge Animaniacs fan, so I just did this huge like mural of like all the Animaniacs. But it's great. They're so great. I know they are. <laughs> they are. I haven't like I've seen one of the new episodes now, but I haven't I haven't continued to watch it. It's really good. It, yeah, it's the first one. Yeah, the first one was really good. But so like that's where I found like myself doing the most like extracurricular you know art art you know pieces was on walls um i did like you know murals of like a big dodger fan so like the dodger logo learn how to like scale and um you know the old grid system and i took that from where i learned at school like yeah. you, know, you grid it out and then you know like it's even easier to kind of really yeah yeah and then and then up on the wall it goes exactly and so um doing some of that i even i think i even did one here like like of, of somebody's like Corvette. And this was like when I first moved here and I was like still going to school or whatever. And it was like a, a C5 Corvette, like the 50th anniversary. Yeah. 
The only thing I was unhappy with, with was with with the way the front wheel looked because it was kind of cocked to the left. And I was just like, I can't. <laughs> it was just a little oblong and it bugged yeah, you. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, this looks a little distorted. But they were happy with it. Well, there you go. Customer, so, customer, please. Yeah, and so that was, you know, drawing, painting, and airbrush all mixed in together. Well, that's that's sort of like how I've been pushing myself into the pinstriping, and my listeners have heard me say that a bunch. So I won't harp on it too much. But that's definitely, you know, the thing I've picked out to, to push myself next. Yeah. And uh, I, it's, it's hard to learn. The learning curve is really steep, but the payoff is, yeah. is so good. It is. I mean, you know, and it's like to to be able to have yourself have yourself an area where, you know, you set it like at home, and you know, you, I could go in here and I could don't have to worry about picking up and putting it away. Like, mm. I, I I definitely am anticipating when I can get back to that because um, right now I really don't do much. Like I think like Jenna kind of pushes us to or pushes me to do like just extracurricular stuff at home. Like I was wanting to get some painting for Christmas and. She's like, paint this, and she's like, she wanted me to like copy this thing she saw, and like, so I was like drawing my own version of it. She's that like, when you did that, that snowman? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, that doesn't look like that. I was like, it, it doesn't. Like, this is my, this is my version of the she's thing. Like, I want this. I'm like, ah, oh, fine. And so, <laughs> yeah, she was that upset. And so, I, <laughs> and so I did. So I was like, fine. I fixed it, and you know, still had a little some imperfections, whatever. And I was like, and I was, she's like, all right, draw your own. I was like, draw my own. I just I did like, that. Right? Uh, so <laughs> I just did that. I just started drawing like a you know they're painting a winter winter wonderland and it's like this snowman he's running away and she's like it looks like he's running I was like yeah he's running she's like what is he running from I was like hold on hold uh, I'm, I'm getting there yeah I was like, <laughs> so I like put a plume of smoke and a little yellow glow in the background I was like you see that he lit this dude's cabin on fire and he's running away from it yeah <laughs> very very winter very whimsical of you yeah yeah so I was like okay. Um, and that's like probably the last like I've ever really um, that I painted anything on anything, uh, which was like probably a year, I guess a year ago or so, maybe two years ago. But um, and so I got, you know, I would get like as a as a young kid, like I'd get cool little projects like from like, you know, your relatives in church or something like that. Hey, draw this. And so you would, do me one, can you do one of these? Yeah, it was like, you know, the program for like the church carnival in California and like. And, like, it's a contest and see if you win. And, like, I actually won one of those. And so I got to see my stuff, like, printed and published. And, you know, and so stuff like that was, like, very motivating and, like, encouraging to, like, pursue, like, just art as a career. Yeah, speaking of that, I saw one of our client's trucks out and about today. Not on my way here, but while I was running errands before I headed over. Yeah. It was nice. the, the Perfect Edge Lawn Care. Oh, nice. They're White yeah. Silver Auto. Yeah, yeah that's saw that. Awesome. Yeah, I like that's a good-looking uh, logo and stuff. That was pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's a sharp-looking truck. <clears throat> but you know it's it's to the point where we're rolling around town. Oh, I did that. Yeah, uh, there goes that truck. Oh, no, 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 no. there goes one of those or that sign. It's crazy. <laughs> it, it's really crazy. Like, so when I you know when I stepped away from like this industry, like the re- I guess I, I consider like the retail side of it. Um, it, it took maybe a year or two before I was like, man, I don't recognize anything I've done on the road anymore. Cause, yeah. Uh oh. Because before that, you know, I was in it for seven years or so. And then so when I stepped away, I went to go kind of do I basically did the same thing, but for you know a, the the company, not for clients, right? If that makes sense. But um, so yeah, that was kind of like disappointing. But you know, I was like, it is what it is, type of thing. And but now, yeah, like you said, like, I mean, here we See are. See it all the time. Yeah. Now we're like, oh man, we did that. We did that. We did yeah, that. I've been working for you long enough now to where like I can go to any corner of town and be like, oh yeah, we did one of those. Yeah. Or yeah, we do their fleet. Or it's a good blah, feeling, blah, blah. you know. It's like, man, you actually get to see it. It doesn't like go on into another state or, you know, something like that. And so. Yeah, it's nice. It's it's uh. It's it's. It's a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And pride. It, you see it out and about in the real world, and it's being used the way. And and it's you know it's doing it's doing what it's supposed to do. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, like with my abilities. I mean, I'm. I don't, I, I don't, I don't want to pin myself down to saying this is the only style I'll do. Um, but I'm sure that I do have some some sort of style, and at some point somebody's gonna say, "Yeah, Louis did that," um, and because you know they know the way I kind of put yeah. things together, and not, and not necessarily just you know pencil to pen, you know pencil to paper, but you know digitally and yeah. you know just aesthetically <clears throat> and and the way it's the arrangement and and whatnot. Yeah, I feel like you have a, a pretty distinct style. It might not like stand out amongst its peers because 
that information is all technical and there's you know things you need to convey on the side of a vehicle and stuff but right i feel like there's a hierarchy to your work that a lot of other places don't don't have yeah. you know like and and you have that consistency because you're the one putting it together and it's not all the time coming from some design house or right. you know customers supplied all the time or you know things like that so yeah. you have the luxury of having that consistency yeah, I feel like um, you know, with 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 with, and just like any other any other industry, like the supplier is gonna want to sell as much of that product as possible. Yeah. Um, and so with what we do, where it's more focused towards vehicles, you know, those suppliers are trying to sell that much more material to somebody who got into the industry as a sign shop and has always just done things by template. So you're 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 just you're literally going by the book very cookie cutter yeah as to where for us and for me like i really want to personalize it yeah so the cookie cutter doesn't work yeah (laughs) and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't you know it's effective but that's where for us we can say look we can really help you set you know set yourself apart from the norm from your competitors so on and so forth you know so it's pretty fun yeah You've put out some very, inj- you know, the commercial stuff is not supposed to be like pretty to look at, but right. but there are definitely some designs out there that are enjoyable yeah. and easy easy to look at and read and you know interact with as a consumer of information in that yeah. in that stance exactly. So it's it's super handy, super super duper handy. Um, are there are there any people in the rap game or that kind of thing that you draw inspiration from? Anybody that perhaps directly influences your work? Like if, um, you, if you have any direct influences, that's the, now's a good time to talk about. Yeah. Um, or or outside art, of the rap yeah. game, just in general. Art artistic artistically, it's 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 hard to say. Like I, I, you know, it's and it's really hard, you know, to not um, plagiarize. Like I am big on like not plagiarizing. Um, and there's and, and I feel like there's not to me there's not necessarily been somebody who's really stood out for me to say like oh man I really love what they do and I want to kind of you know follow suit um, you know there are and that's not to say I mean there's there are a ton of good artists out there um, you know there's a lot of good artists you know um, that you know apply their their um, their talent towards you know our you know media. Um, and that, and, and social media kind of, I don't, it's, I, it's, I don't, I'm afraid of saying help because I, I'm not the biggest fan of social media, but it makes it very easy. It makes it very easy for somebody just to click on something and search and find, you know, pieces out there. Yeah. Um, you know, you could easily follow, you know, a, um, influencer or brand influencer and see you know what's out there and you know some of the ones that we do follow they're you know they are uh you know they're international i mean the 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 brand itself is you know uh in the states but like they get tagged from artists and rap shops all over the world um so you get to kind of and again that's where it comes in like it's like the easy button like oh look at this check it out this is what they're doing in europe today yeah this is pretty (laughs) awesome and so you know it's um so like if there were like it's it's it would be easier for me to say I mean, maybe there's a brand that we really like to kind of look you know and see what they're following versus like you know what we're what what we have uh, local to us that is you know that stands out um, you know one of one of the big ones is like pain is dead you know yeah. pain is dead like they you know they they uh, they publish a lot of stuff again from around the world I mean and, and it seems like most of the crazy stuff is like comes out of Russia. Uh, surprise yeah. surprise <laughs> i know i know really and, and so like now if we can you know reform that question it's like what part of the world really influences me i would say like the artistic ability coming out of russia is pretty pretty up there pretty up there and the scary part about that is is that they're using products that are newer and not as developed as like you know 3m or whatever yeah. and so like it makes you they're, they're on like, that cutting edge yeah and so like <laughs> you know they're either one they're getting this material for free and doing some crazy things with it or their customers literally don't care about how much money they spend and say, look, this is going to probably last a month, but mm. it's going to look awesome. It's going to look awesome for <laughs> yeah, a month. It's like, okay, cool. And, you know, and so, you know, the stuff coming out of there is pretty sick. Um, like Australia has some really cool uh, brands out there and some artists out there. 
and so out of the states, like if I had to like call out a region or like a state itself, um, you know, maybe like uh, let's see, um, like maybe Florida or New Orleans. Um, you know, I you know you those are the ones that kind of stand out the most. Um, uh, but there's a lot. There's a lot of like. Um, areas like especially in the bigger markets like you know la and mm. like seattle like you're gonna find like a shop out there that that is kind of in that in that same form where they're just like they've got the they're lucky to have that clientele that understands it and wants to just drop a, an insane amount of money on something right and come up with something cool and different which you know and that's what we're about like you know we are we that's what we want to envelop is like the the, the difference yeah we want to stand apart and we want to come up with something cool and and whatnot so and and i think that's why you know we get tapped uh, on the shoulder a lot with with, with special projects. Yeah, we do, we do attract uh, certain kind of people like that sometimes for certain projects. It's it's it it's to the point where I'm totally okay with whatever walks through the door. The crazier it is, the better, because the wild stuff is really what breaks up the yeah. the you know it it breaks up all the the monotonous normal yeah. stuff, you know. But like having somebody come through the door the other day and say like I want this and this and that I don't want it to look like I'm a standard company I want this to look off the wall oh by the way I want the Dogecoin logo on the side of my yeah car. can we put that like, on my okay, car sure. yes sir let's go <laughs> of course we'll do it man let's do it you really do need to put the stonks guy's face <laughs> on it. you need to I'm gonna be sad if we can't do that yes definitely <laughs> we want to do things like that are just ridiculous that that's all I want to do things that are ridiculous and you know that don't follow suit so yeah. So what do you have any uh, influences outside of this, like uh, comic book people or airbrush people, automotive industry people? Um, I mean, like, I I feel like so, I'm just horrible at names. <laughs> I really am. Like, and I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just like ignorant and just stuck in my own world or i i don't like it's like songs and music right like i know this song i love this song but i couldn't tell you who's who the artist it. like what are the <laughs> lyrics like some lyrics i might know some i might not um but like you know in, in like that artist industry i mean um like uh uh i the only thing that i've ever thought of that would really influence me was very abstract and just black and white and um i think it was uh God, I went. There was an exhibit at the museum, and this was I went years ago. Because um, famous for that, you know, sphere in his hand and um, MC Escher. Is that who you're talking Escher, about? Yes, yes, <coughs> yes. Um, that's that's been a common response on the podcast so are you far. Serious? I'm so serious. I'm I'm here for it. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I've had three or four people say this out of like 13 recorded episodes so far. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's but like, yeah, I mean, there, there's something with it then. I, you know, yeah, there's like, got to be. It seems like it, obviously it's very liberal. It's very you know, there's no like, yeah, there could, it could be geometrical and there could be some science to it or mathematics to it, but yeah. at the same time, it's not. You know, it's very it, you know, it could be very organic. Yeah, there's. There, I think it's easy to f to look through uh, the human perspective in his artwork because there there's there's a lot to be grounded with. It's very surreal, but at the same time, it uses a lot of down to earth uh, touch points right. in the artwork itself. Like there's usually people. You know, he's in the, the, the spherical picture, you know, the reflection of him in the room. I just right. feel like there's a lot of ground, you know, of similarities in his work. You know, there's a lot of uh, common visual aspects that are of everyday life, and then he just twists them in a certain way. Yeah, exactly. To, to become surrealist. And so, and, and yeah, and he, so he was one of the artists that we studied, obviously, in school, and then, like, when that came to town, I was like, oh, okay, we, I got to go. Yeah, got to go gotta, do this. I got to go see this. And so, you know, after that, it's always been just kind of a hit and miss and um, just kind of, you know, busy doing just like everyday life things. And so I've been lucky to like really just hold on and keep a grasp on what I really love to do and not let it go because like, OK, I got to, you know, be financially responsible. And right. I guess I'm going to get this, you know, everyday nine to five job and, you know, what I mean, punch in. I'm talking about like, you know, one of the first jobs I had was like here in Tennessee was literally like data process like oh cool <laughs> that entry all I, day i got so-and-so's insurance policy and i'm gonna put it on their record like that's that's what i'm yeah. talking about you know what i mean like and so you know there's a difference between a job where you clock in to do that every day versus yeah i agree 
<laughs> and so there's that there's a difference of that versus like coming in, you know, having like some, you know, uh, freedom, you know, uh, m- kind of mentally, creatively, yeah. and like enjoying it and like ha- having some so- sense of fulf- you know fulfillment after the fact. And it doesn't necessarily have to be on a day by day basis. It could be like a week by week. If it was month by month, we'd be, be having tough. some issues. <laughs> That'd be but tough. you know, um, you know, sometimes you're working on that project. You know, you got through with it x amount of it you know throughout the day but like here we are at the end of the week it's out and yeah customers happy whole nine yards you know we we executed yeah the client the customer the baby <laughs> nom nom noms <laughs> we have a very vocal uh, guest producer today he's got yeah he's got a spaghettios rock and Avocado. That's that's a glorious combination, in my yeah. opinion. I will I will happily take spaghettios and avocado on any given day. <laughs> like, hey, you want a snack? Spaghettios and avocado? Oh, yes. That's right. Yes. Yeah, but I, w- I always kind of guilt trip guilt trip myself because I'm just horrible at remembering like names. <laughs> I'm so, I gotta say it three times. And I've slept since yesterday. So. And you hate repeating yourself. <laughs> yeah, and I, hate, and I hate repeating myself when it's to my mom. I, no, I'm just joking. I love you, mom. <laughs> she ain't going to listen to this. I don't know why you're worried yeah, about okay, it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so do you have any uh, – what, what's your workflow look like? That's that's a good question. I like asking people that. What's my workflow look like? Yeah. Um. So, like, you're talking about, like, how I produce a certain piece, or are you talking about, like, just everyday life? Like, what do I do when I get up and go to work? Well, uh, I mean, a little bit of both. Uh, if if you're doing the majority of your creative expression through your professional outlet at AZ, but, you know, when a client phones you up, what's what's uh, the work through? So, like, so there's a f- there's quite a few different scenarios that we can kind of run through. But, like, let's just say you're, like, new person, never met you. You came in. You're, like. Um, I want to turn my car blue. Yeah, I want to turn my car blue. Okay, cool. Like, do you literally just want to turn it blue or do you want to add, you know. Do you want to add something cool to it, or do you want to give us some freedom to, um, you know, apply some like accents, or you know, and really get a read from from the person's personality? I I really am a big believer in like you know uh, trying to uh, create a look according to that person's personality, um, and so you know when it's not as easy as like hey hey how much to wrap x amount of hours okay cool i'll see you on tuesday let's wrap it that like right yeah i mean that's that's cool like i that that's fine that's like the easy button but like ideally before we like get this thing booked like come on in let's look at the car let's talk about it let's just go through the ins and outs like let me get into your brain a little bit and just really figure out what's going to make you happy like i don't want to do something it is what you you wanted but then a week later you're like why did i do it this way yeah you know it's like i, I want to make sure you're really you know obtaining a you know long-term value for for the the amount of money you're spending um and so um you know again just coming in getting a feel for what the customer likes and and it's like it's weird because i could ask them some questions that they didn't know were coming to them right like what do you like to do on the weekends or you know what's your favorite sport or do you even like sports or you know what's your best you know what's your what's your what do you do on your pastime like what's your hobby blah 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 you know what's your favorite color like it's like you know what i mean like and so all that really does help to you know, create something that is unique and personalized, and and the customer just like is is appreciative of it, and and and, and it doesn't have to be, uh, it doesn't have to come with the pricey you know tag. Yeah. You know, a big price. You know, big price tag. I mean, it could be something very minimal and small, but adds again a, a, just a sense of uniqueness um, that makes it their own. Yeah, that that sense of uniqueness can come even with really small modifications too, and. And I think a lot of people don't. They might. They might not understand that. But all it takes is a little touch sometimes to make things really pop. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, the commercial side, you know, or the custom side. I'm sorry, the color change stuff. I mean, it's. Uh, it is fun. It could be fun. It could be very fun. Um, even if they come in with like, hey, this is what I want. Yeah. Striping system that I want. Okay, you sure you want it that way? And then sometimes you you you, po- you make them realize something that they didn't think of. And so you altered it a little bit, but ultimately it's still their own because it's yeah. their original concept. Um, and so, you know, it's it, it just takes a little bit of input and 
and willingness. Like some people, some people are like, you know, worried that they're going to offend the customer or the client and, you know, they just, they just, they hold it in. They don't say anything. Yeah. Like, next thing you know, you got this hideous looking rap. Like who the hell did that? And like, <laughs> oh, so-and-so did. They uh, did what I wanted, but man, I wish they would have yeah. given me some advice. Like, then X, Y, Z. Yeah. Well, it is what it is, buddy. <laughs> next time. <laughs> next time. <laughs> next time. So, and then, you know, on the flip side of that, it's like the commercial stuff. If, you know, if they come to us with the logo, you know, it, it, it makes our job a little bit easier. Because uh, then if they have some, like, a website or something like that, and, and they still don't really know what they want, then I kind of do the dig in. I still pick their brain a little bit, kind of ask them the same questions. Um, and then, uh, you know, we come up with we come up with the composition, and they're happy with it. Or they tell us, hey, tweak it here and there. <laughs> <laughs> like this ain't milk. I don't want this. <laughs> Your arms are please. This guy's arms are like covered in spaghettios right now. Spaghettios. <laughs> this is what happens when dad feeds you. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so, do you find some some zen or or uh, you know uh, flow state when you're in the middle of creating whatever it is for the clients? You know, do you find some some peace of mind in your workflow sometimes? I do. Um, you know, it's like. You know, you could come in on Monday and ask me how things are going on a Wednesday, and I have probably yet to put, you know, an actual image on the computer. Um, but it's like, it's kind of... It's, it's still it's, up it's, here. It's, it's all it's circulating turning. in my head. Like, you know, I'm thinking about it. Um, I'm kind of looking at things that are within the realm of what you're looking to have done. Uh, you know, because ultimately I'm just like, okay, man, I just thought of this from scratch. I swear this is an original piece. Yeah. You do it. Two weeks later, you see another car and it looks like it. Like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Ah, dang it. So there's a little bit of research involved only because you definitely don't want to look like you just copied somebody. Yeah. Um, Even if it's on accident. Yeah. And so, like, you know, the best feeling in the world for me is, like, if I do, when I go through that process, I put it together and I send them a visual and they're, like, perfect. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> no uh, way. You know, this is awesome. Don't change it. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a home run. Yeah, brother. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, those are awesome. Like, those are really awesome, um, you know. And so, but, you know. <laughs> man, your listeners are going to be like, what is going on? Hey, man, if they don't like it, they can turn it off. It's marked explicit for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't cussed. I haven't said one cuss word, but here we got. No, we, we got. We got. Uh, he's cussing. It's a, a, a very loud. He's talking in cursive over yeah. here. A very loud, uh, uh, hungry child. Yeah, buddy. So, but like, um, you know, but I don't ever expect that to happen. Like, you gotta expect, like, maybe you're gonna have a couple revisions just yeah. to be safe. You know. Yeah, you're gonna have. That's a healthy expectation. Exactly. And and to think you're gonna knock it out of the park every time is is an unrealistic expectation. Yeah, I don't like, I don't want to have that mentality because that to me is just a li- I don't want to have that mentality because to me that's just like a little bit of a too, too a little too cocky. You yeah. Know? Like I'm I'm like I, I have a hard time saying we're the best. Like I know we're good. Like and I have a great team. I just look at people and I go, we do we do all right. Yeah, we do, we yeah, do all exactly. right. You know what I mean? Like you know, let, if if you want to call us the best. Thank you. Sure. Like, we really <laughs> I'll appreciate take it. it. Um, but we just want to, you know, we want to do good work. We want to be proud of what we do. And we want to love what we do. And, you know, everything else that comes with it, if it's praises or whatever, like, sweet. Like, track days. We, yeah, track days. <laughs> I mean, you know, we'll take it. Um, so, yeah, it, we're definitely fortunate to uh, be in the industry that we're in. Especially as artists, obviously. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, you know, even if I was in this industry in some way that wasn't necessarily creative, I would still enjoy working around the machines because we have access to such amazing machines. Like, whether it comes from the print side, like the printers and plotters and stuff we use are amazing machines. And then we get to apply that towards the vehicles that we're privileged enough to work on. Exactly. Like, it's it's crazy the variety of, of vehicles we have access to at times. Oh, yeah. I mean, it could be a... It could be like a twenty thousand dollar whatever to a you know two hundred fifty thousand dollar supercar. Yeah, whatever. Crazy. (laughs) So you know, that's another thing that keeps you on your toes. What am I going to work on today? I don't know, Uh, but it goes real fast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Sounds mean. (laughs) Sounds awesome. So yeah, cool projects is what we're about for sure. (laughs) 
someone's very excited to be here today. Definitely. <laughs> I say we take this opportunity for a, a small commercial break from yeah, your, we from can, your sponsors. Yeah, we can do that, yeah. <laughs> All right, so after another slight break here, who are, who are our sponsors? We ain't got no sponsors. Ain't no commercial break. <laughs> no. We're just out here doing things. <laughs> I'm just here. I'm the guest. Uh, so I like to ask my guests if they have any, like, moonshot projects or things in the in the wings or on the horizon do you have any of those any of those things lou um, yeah i mean i i'd love to like you want to talk about your race car yeah. <laughs> yeah the project uh the project car so it it you know two cars will become one and when these two cars become one there's a Highlander oh, joke in man. here somewhere. I know. <laughs> <laughs> there can be only one. Yeah, there could be only one. No, it's just like I would love for this car to not get rushed, and then it comes in. You know, it's nice, and, you know, it, it's obviously it's an older car. It's got some paint issues with it, so give it a good base of uh, black, of course. Because yeah. you're going to wrap it. Because we'll wrap it, yeah. We'll we'll, uh, we'll do some cool stuff with it, and it won't ever stay the same for more than a year probably. You can't wear the same um, dress twice. I, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> it's one of those things where right now, you know, financially with, you know, having having a baby and everything, you know, we're going to make it um, easy to maintain. So, like, you know, we're going to put, like, a V8 in it, just a LS motor. and uh, Because it's an FC, it's an RX-7. Um, and I know I'm sorry I'm, if you are rotary. Blasphemy. I know, you rotary <laughs> geeks out there. I apologize because for years I said I would never do this. And, well, I'm biting my tongue right now. Well. So. <laughs> but, I, but, you know, with the – um uh knowing that in the future I, I will definitely have the itch to bring you know put it back to the original power plant you know we're gonna make it you know easy for that to happen so um for now it'll be a you know v8 you know drift car and you know we'll do some fun stuff with it and um you know other projects maybe to come not necessarily in that form or fashion but um just visually you know something that we can do somewhere uh would be awesome um you know uh one of the one of the you know things that i that i'm a firm believer in is just uh being really uh um in touch with the community um so you know getting ourselves to a place where you know we can do you know things uh with and for the community you know any special art projects that we can help with or um you know help fund or or or, in, or somewhat you know uh where of course it still gives us some uh ability to uh influence like the overall you know aesthetics or look or right. whatever um you know i would definitely see that in our in, in in the near future um and so you know just things where you know uh, these projects can be something to look forward to not just for you know me as an owner or the company itself but even for like you know our, our staff you know just like man i would really love to be a part of that or have some influence and blah, you know all the whole nine yards type yeah. thing um and ideally it's something like where it's you know publicly seen um you know i'm not saying like it needs to be downtown or anything but again just you know here we're in the i guess what is this the carnes community um you know we're I've never thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> I just say I just say Northwest Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I think we're kind of like right on the eastern outskirt of the Carnes community. So yeah, probably. Um, you know, but uh, honestly, you know, again, not to keep throwing in like the fact that you know I was born and raised in LA or whatever. It's so big, and so coming to Knoxville, it, it, it it's you know for me it, it's difficult to to think like oh man like I'm in this you know this bordered community here yeah because knoxville is 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 would probably be cons the entire area of knoxville would be considered a community in, in in la yeah you know what i mean so you know i feel like the entire area of knoxville is our community but if we had to be designated to a certain portion so be it i don't think that is a thing i think we could help wherever we can yeah i mean we've we've done stuff all over the county yeah. and and outside the county yeah so i mean we we've even stretched legs out to Sevierville and stuff a few times yep Definitely. I mean, heck, we've gone up to like Kentucky. So yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah. So you know, I I definitely see some cool stuff like that, especially when it's like um, you know, things that aren't necessarily uh, average for us. Like you know, which you know, yes, we could wrap whatever, right? Um, if it has we, a surface. If it has a surface. <laughs> so like, even if it's like some street art or you know, sidewalk art or just public beautification, um, you know, things like that. Um, you know, again, just 
whatever it is that we can do to you know to to help you know uh, entities in need. Yeah, um, you know, definitely all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he likes Goya. <laughs> so you know he's a uh, of Hispanic descent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So my generally my last question is who are some folks that you would uh, like to like to listen to or see on the podcast metaphorically like who who are some people you would like to hear in this format talking about their creative expressions? Um, I mean, you know, there's uh, obviously a lot of local artists here, you know, um, and Knoxville, you know, it's 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 crazy. Like if you're if you <laughs> that's who he wants to see yeah you've got to be you've got to be obviously uh, like on top of your game when it comes to whichever community you're a part of um and so uh just kind of seeing just kind of seeing where like other um business owners are who are kind of at that equivalent level as we are if not if not you know in a in a, in a tier above us i mean because we're still new yeah like we're not you know we've not been around for decades um there have been companies here you know uh, around a little you know definitely longer than us um that have some some great style um you know one one off the top of my head like is uh you know it could be like label industries like they do a lot of screen printed stuff and like uh embroidery and um they they do like a, a kind of like a turnkey solution for like event pop-up stuff mm -hmm. so they i think one of their biggest clients is like old smoky which is one of our biggest clients for like the large format printed yeah. stuff um so i think mike out there uh with label um you know he's reached out to us and we've kind of talked here and there a little bit but um we're not like you know hardcore like acquaintances uh but seem they seem like you know a good group of people and and somebody that we wouldn't care to like associate with um so you know those guys um would be one of them uh and then just i i don't know like any any other like uh you know local artist that is uh you know that has been around um for for a long time that has actually seen you know, uh, Knoxville grow maybe in the past 30 years. Yeah. So that would definitely put that person at maybe the age of, you know, 50 or 60 years old. So kind of more of an elder. Yeah. Uh, there's, I know, I, I'm old, I know some like, people in that, yeah. in that realm of um, Knoxville society. And to kind of get like their take on like, you know, where Knoxville's come from, where they're at and where they're going type of deal. Um, you know, that, that would definitely be pleasing because like we've had the conversation before like of like you, you go to uh you know to do those walls outside at yeah a, um, the art park the art done park. that done that twice. Ha having something out that like that here i mean i would love to if we could help make that happen to help make that happen yeah you know um uh, curtis and i chatted a little bit about that last night he, yeah. he would also love to see something like that happen and, and wouldn't mind throwing a little bit of effort at it too so yeah maybe if we can get enough people we can get something nice and have nice things right yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so you know there's there's a lot of possibilities for sure but those are at least you know two of the two of the, the you know off the top of my head um type uh guests i'd love to you know hear from uh on here and uh you know the the underground stuff um it's you know can't say I'm necessarily out of touch with underground stuff, um, but uh, it, it you know I, I don't get out as much as I used to, and so <laughs> I might be a little bit less in touch with it. Because um, like you know the underground stuff to me in in another you know uh, in another uh, category would be obviously like the drifted stuff, which mm. you know I've been a part of for ten plus years, and uh, it still seems like it's almost i mean it is you know somewhat mainstream but not all the way like you know like NASCAR. yeah it's not you know uh, every household knows so the name i, I you know uh, underground hip-hop and stuff like that you know all, there, there's a there's a ton of history there and so i feel like with what we do or like just an artist in general um you know if there's some sort of underground you know circuit like i don't i don't know enough about it um the most that i know is just you know hearing f you know from what you've 
talk about. Which um, ain't much in the Knoxville scene because I'm not I'm not so integrated. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? There there is a potential there. Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, if if they're you know the 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 intrigue of it um, has a ton of possibilities, and the people that aren't necessarily artists but want to be a part of it, um, I feel like there is definitely that attraction to those types of people yeah for sure and i know a lot of the a lot of you know quote unquote street art has popped up in south knoxville and the industrial properties uh you know just off severe the last yeah uh, three or four years because you know every side of the building between print shop and uh, alliances or alliance print shop and alliance and highway everything between those three those three buildings on uh on severe is you know covered by the rain by the train tracks and you know there's a lot of really good stuff back there, right? And uh, I would, I, you know, I wouldn't mind chatting yeah. with some of the guys that you know throw paint on those buildings. The time, yeah, the times that I do get to drive out somewhere for some reason, I do see like I have been seeing more and more. Yeah, South Knoxville is really getting colorful lately. Like we were in Asheville a couple weeks ago, and Asheville's cool. Everybody, knows did you go the wedge like I told you to? I did not go. Uh, ah, you know, it was just a weird, like just. The itinerary for us as as young parents is, is just what's up. So <laughs> it's it's controlled by a third party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but it's, I would. Sorry. So like, you know, everybody knows Asheville is a cool spot. Like, yeah, there's no, there's, it goes, you know, there's no there's no sands or butts. Um, <laughs> it's and a cool just spot. you know, driving around the areas that we did drive around, I mean, you know, tons of just public art, whatever. Um, so like, I have like my question to you would be like, you know. Knoxville can be on is on. It seems like it's on the verge of being somewhat of a Nashville. I mean, do you see that? I see it. It just it it needs more engagement from the public because I feel like in Asheville the public sort of ags on the art creativity. Like, hey, there's a space. Somebody come do something about it. You know, yeah. I feel like there's more of that ethos about it because you could be walking around the River Arts District and you see paint everywhere, right. but you walk around downtown and you still see paint everywhere. Yeah. You know, like we've got three alleys between old city and market square that are covered you know pretty well with uh with street art and graffiti and whatnot yeah i just feel like there could and should be more oh definitely yeah i agree because there's there's enough creative people around here in this in this small big city with talent that that it's you might as well like you might as well embrace it the way other places do i feel like um so i moved here back in 99 you know the tip, the difference between then and now is 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 like insane. Like oh yeah, Market Square is a thing now. Market Square is a thing. I, mean, <laughs> I think when I first drove through there, there was fences up still, and um, but just like you know, I feel like back then when I first got here, if somebody you know got caught or whatever, like it was like, pretty harsh. Yeah, harsh punishment for sure. Um, definitely no. Uh, there was definitely no support for it. Like. I feel like there's definitely more uh, uh, municipal support for art these days. Like, you know, City of Knoxville and the Tourist Board and, you know, all those all those kind of uh, groups and individuals and, and, you know, entities that work to help, I guess, uh, you know, bring culture and, right. and tourism and, you know, creativity and, what uh, you know, all that to the masses for, for Knoxville are doing a, a, a better job than – than hasn't been performed in the past because last couple of years I've seen the city put on a lot and you know different different entities around town are definitely trying. Of course, yeah, it's difficult right now, but they're trying. I feel like um, you know we were on the like on, with all the festivals that were going around or happening, you know, uh, up until like the pandemic. Uh, you know, we would have had a pretty sick you know 2020 if there was no interruption due to. Oh, dude, 2020 would have been lit as hell. I'm going to just say it, right? <laughs> the drift schedule you had, the season oh, was about yeah. to go down, everything yeah. was lined up. But uh, that doesn't mean it cannot be lit oh, in the future. Exactly. I think this just, you know, all this is just kind of giving everybody, like, a, an eye-opening, like, you know, wake-up call, like, okay, like, we can do a ton of stuff once everything opens back up. Yeah. And, you've had it, and we've had a year to think about it, exactly. really weigh out the pros and the cons and the priorities, all that good stuff. That looked like a good face. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, we'll find out in a moment, I suppose. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Definitely wants to get a hold of that microphone. <clears throat> yeah, Lulu wants the mic. Let me on that mic. Yeah, he's, he's, he's getting warm. <laughs> well, I'll say this. Um, 
Louie, thanks for being on the show. It's been a great conversation. Yeah. I'm happy we could finally sit down and make this happen. I know. Uh, I'm, I'm, you guys, I swear I'm going to bug him and bend his ear about getting the, the Leftovers podcast up and running for when, <laughs> when drift things happen again or in and around Knoxville. Uh, I really enjoy being on the, the Leftovers podcast, and it was a good podcast. Uh, I'm trying to get Nathan on this podcast, too, because I want to talk to him about analog photography. And, uh, you know, I just want to, you know, sit down and talk with him for a bit. So, so that'll be a good one. And uh, I'm going to play us out. Lou, thank you very much. Thanks for having me on, man. Thank you. Thank you, guys. That was the show. I hope you enjoyed. All the relevant social media and website links will be in the episode description for the featured artist today. And if you yourself or know an artist that you would like to be or see on the platform, shoot me an email. It'll be listed somewhere on here. I'll try to make it plainly evident for you. But uh, thank you very much for listening, and I'll see you next time.